You are listening to the Two Sorry Excuses podcast. And for that, I apologize. So I bought her a helmet and some crayons. Luckily, <laughs> 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 <Hello>. incorrect. <laughs> and thanks for downloading the two. Sorry, Excuses Podcast, recording live via via the internet. I'm your old pal, Sanders. I'm your good buddy, Liv. And if you are keeping score at home, this is episode 126, the Hacksaw Jim Duggan edition. Yep. This is a great episode, man. Uh, Hey, before we get into that, I want to get back to uh, politically incorrect jokes. Um, All right, cool, man. Cool, cool. I um <laughs> party on Garth party on Wayne. I have uh one of my favorite one of my favorite Michael Scott uh quotes. Are you a fan of The Office? I don't know. Have yeah, you, I I him? haven't watched. You know, I quit watching in the later years, but the first few years, like when it was before it began jumping the shark, I used to watch it all the time. <laughs> there's a there's two like Michael quotable Michael Scott quotable scenes that I love is when he's given a. A, uh, one of the first is he's given an inspirational talk, and on the board he has, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky, quote Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And the other is they have a sensitivity training, uh, and he's, and they, they cut to him. You That's know, the one, one where they the, put the names on everybody's head, right? Uh, no. Um, yes. Yeah, that exactly. was the complete. See, that's from the first couple of seasons where they literally were lifting the episodes from the British version. Because I've, yes. I've seen the British version of that episode too, you know. Um, and he has a quote that says, "You don't call retarded people retards. It's bad taste. <coughs> you call your friends retards when they're acting retarded." <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because that just encapsulates the the political incorrectness of special needs, right? And I, I've been on the special needs is a suspect class in terms of political correctness for a long time. Probably I'm going back, I'm going back to Salt and Pepper, uh, Salt and Pepper. What's the one where they've got the, uh, you know, special ed. The, so I'm at the, the rap, rapper special. The ad. rapper special ad, yeah. The rapper special ad says, uh, "You know, I got you sounding like a," and they bleep them out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, what song is that? Is that sex? I want to talk about sex. Yeah, probably because that's probably okay. the biggest salt and pepper that and push it. The two biggest yeah, salt and no, pepper was, songs, as far as I know. Okay, it was or definitely it was. It was definitely let's yeah. talk about sex, and they, the yeah. special ed has a has a, a featured cameo in it, and uh, and he drops that line, and MTV uh, censors it. Yeah. And at the time, you could have gone either way. Like that was early '90s or mid '90s, and people were kind of like still not very sensitive about the special needs community. Yeah. You know, but I was on board with it. I was on board with it. I thought that that's a class that that needs a little protection, right? Um, you were on board with it. You were fine with them bleeping out of it. Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. Absolutely. I, I wasn't throwing my arms up then as this political correct society we live in. This is ridiculous, right? Yeah. And then that was further reinforced in the uh, DeSantis household when 
Josh married Michelle, who is a special education teacher who works with um, severely handicapped special needs students, not only physically and mentally, but emotionally. Yeah, so it literally was hitting close to home at that point. Very, like, and she's uh, she's up in arms about it. Like, you can't even let it slip around her. And she, yeah, like, you just can't you know, be like, she, don't be retarded. Right, exactly. And that's like, you might as well have called somebody the C word, right? Which, I don't know why I censor that here, because that's, we, we, we clearly have a tolerance for that. But regardless, um, well, that's not so what I, I just, like to throw around too frequently either. Cause it, that's a very divisive word. Yes. Yeah. Which I, which is why I think it's funny. Yeah. Which is why I think it has. It it's has funny when merit. you hear the Irish people talk, cause they use it as like a term. Yes. Instrument. Absolutely. Like when I used Absolutely. to work at the poor house next door is the Irish bar and they'd always have, you know, these J nine kids working, you know, and there was this girl, you know, and she was great. Her name was Aoife. She was like out of, uh, you know, Angela's ashes, basically. She was that Irish. She was oh, uh, she's such a fucking cunt. You know, right. but she was talking like really positive about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a term of endearment. Right. A term of endearment, which I, I get. I understand the 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 um, societal context and in that society that's fine but i thought it was very funny to find this this politically incorrect special needs joke yeah um, you don't see them very often no they're going the way very often. Yeah, um, you know going the way of the landline telephone <laughs> but nice to, uh, nice to get special needs jokes <laughs> nice to get retro uh, nostalgic yeah, with it our might as well be a payphone <laughs> that joke <laughs> Uh, the other uh, the other hot button item this uh, this little joke hits on is uh, Valentine's Day. You a Valentine's Day guy? Are you romantic? I am romantic, but I don't really have an object of romantic affection, fortunately, in my life. So I don't really get to act on it much less than maybe two or three times in my forty years of life. <laughs> <laughs> but I I will say this much. I got something to mail the other day, a card. And it was from Syracuse. And I was like, what's this? And it's a Valentine's Day card from Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> from the university? Yes, that will probably be the only Valentine. Well, my mother will give me a Valentine's card because she always does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, outside of my mother, that will be the only Valentine's card I get. And I guess it's appropriate since... I guess that is my biggest love affairs of Syracuse University. <laughs> that's, uh, that's appropriate. That's appropriate. My poor sister's birthday's on Valentine's Day, so. Ah. Oh, yeah, my that's rough. youngest one, you know, so it's always kind of crappy for her. You know? Yeah, that does suck. I mean, she got a boyfriend now, but that's still, I think it was always kind of crappy anyway, because it's like you can't go out to dinner on your birthday, you know, because it's Valentine's Day, you know? <laughs> You guys have uh, you guys have a slew of holiday birthdays, don't you? Well, your your mom, my mom's Christmas Eve, yeah, yeah. So that kind of sucks because that means well, I mean, I guess we're the family anyway. But uh, if you're around, you can't ever do anything Christmas Eve other than hang out with my mom. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. I mean, for whatever that's worth, you know, <laughs> you have to cherish it, but. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> We've got a couple birthdays, but they're like, I mean, uh, 
<laughs> right. We have a family of six. We have a couple birthdays. Uh, a couple of the birthdays fall on holidays, like my sister's Columbus Day. But like, yeah, but that's a weird. That's not like, oh, know? don't get to go eat salami and go to the Italian parade. Or <laughs> right. Um, I mean, that's um, not even a holiday here. You know, it's only a holiday if you're in a federal building. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's um, the truth. I mean, we can't afford to be taking every federal holiday. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, so, Valentine's Day. God bless. I actually have a Valentine's Day date. Oh, do Valentine's you? Valentine's Day date. I am... Uh, a date? I'm also... No, I'm also going to dinner with my mom. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, my mom's like, well, I'll cook something for y'all tomorrow. I was like, oh, for Mari's birthday? She's like, no, she's actually going to be with Gora. It's like, oh, all right, so you're making... For the Lonely Hearts Club, you know? Yeah, it's like one of those things. My dad's going away for a couple of days, and um, my <clears throat> I stopped by. I was in the neighborhood, so I stopped by for lunch. Uh, brought them a couple of sandwiches, and we were just kind of chatting. And my dad was like, yeah, I'm out of town tomorrow. I'm out of town for a couple of days. i got to go to this meeting down South Carolina. Damn. And I was like, well, Mom, what are you doing, you know? Tomorrow, you want to go to dinner? She's like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything. I'm, you know, I'm going to be a little lonely. Um, I get scared a little bit, uh, you know, at night. And I said, well, I'll, how about I come over and we'll we'll watch a couple of those uh, um, Oscar-nominated movies on pay-per-view. And, and Which have ones have you seen? So far, um, I've seen two. I've seen two Best Picture Which nominations. Which ones? Uh, Hell or High Water. That's a great one. And Arrival. Okay, I've seen both of those. Both both are good. But Hell or High good. Water, you know, I know it's not going to win the Oscar, but I might have given that the Oscar if I was in charge. Yeah, uh, I like both of them. I'm going to hit... I, um, we'll do this another Manch time. Yeah, I'm going to hit Manchester by the Sea tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and I'm also going to hit up um, the Florence... The, uh, what's her name? The Meryl Streep movie, the Florence... Uh, yeah, 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 that's Whatever that's that not made for best picture. Uh, it's not picture. It's uh, best actress. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, of course. No not all of them are. Not all. Should stand on her head, doing nothing. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Reading the phone book. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Especially the, now, um, she's come out ardently anti-Trump. She'll get one if she friggin' does a movie when she's in the bathroom for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there, I didn't see all of the movies on Amazon prime is what I'm looking at the movies. Okay. Um, to, to rent or, or Keller when gets a lot of points also over the fact that it's a three point game with 15, 54 left and we're at timeout. Okay. Uh, right. high water gets a lot of points for being only an hour, 40 minutes long too. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Not wasting time nice. with needlessly long, like, extra details. Just telling the story and getting the movie out of the way, you know? <laughs> yeah, it got right to it. You're absolutely right. That was, some that's a lost was, art. Yep. I mean, I, I personally thought I liked it a lot because Jeff Bridges was great. And it was a really good movie, and I liked how it involved the whole idea about the uh, reverse mortgage BS, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, especially because I had dealt with one of those when my friends when my friend's grandmother died uh back in late 2015 uh okay. so i had direct experience with the bullshit that's involved with that uh 
the only critique I have is that he was good in the role, but Chris Pine, you know, they should give him like friggin' contact lenses or something. He was too pretty for <laughs> his role with those piercing blue eyes, you know? You know, it's funny. Uh, I was watching the movie, uh, and this will be it. This will be it because I don't, I don't want to get too. We, we've got our big Oscar special coming up, but I was watching next it. Week, man, because we got to get that done by Tuesday next week. That's when the Oscars are? I think the Oscars are the Sunday after that, man. Okay, all right. So we'll gonna, get it definitely because I know that week. the best picture showcase because I want to see Hacksaw Ridge, but I'm not gonna have time to see it because it's it's happening on the week next, not this weekend, but the weekend after. They're doing the best picture showcase at the theater, the two day event, and that's Mardi Gras the Tuesday after that. So it's Mardi Gras in full swing that weekend, you know. Beginning oh, yeah. Wednesday, next Wednesday onward. Like, this weekend, parades start rolling on Friday, and there's going to be parades on the weekend. But it really picks up steam beginning next Wednesday. Then it's all in, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right, so, yeah, you got to make some decisions there, man. You're, you're always – you have that – you're always in a quandary, right? Between That's what I'm saying. We got to do it next Tuesday. Fulfilling some type of obligation and then some type of social commitment. Yeah. Yeah. What if they throw a Pell's game in the mix there? You're screwed. Well, the All Star game is dead. Weekend, so, uh, <laughs> I think the next Pell's Pell's don't play to a Mardi Gras home games. Okay. Oh, they don't. Yeah, they they played a whole bunch of home games. Like they had a big home stand, like ending, like last week, and then Mardi Gras they get out of town for a little bit because you know everything wraps up downtown. Superdome's being used for. Balls, and that's all right. You know, the arena's right next to the Superdome. You know, it's just too much of a clusterfuck. People aren't going to be able to come to the games. You know, it's just a, you know, it's like when they, it's like when they clear teams out of towns when they when they're hosting like the Democratic or Republican convention. Right. That's right, what Mardi right, Gras right. is here. You gotta, you get the home games out of the way, and then you, and then and then they'll come back here. Like I guess you know. March 1st or whatever it is, you know, once Ash Wednesday rolls around, they're good to play at home again. Okay. All right. So you got the, at least you won't have that conflict. Cause I know that's always a pressing issue with you when the free Pell's tickets come into, you can't pass that up. Not with the $20 uh, <laughs> credit on the ticket too. That gets you a couple of tasty beers. Very good. You Very know? good. Um, hey, speaking of basketball, and I know we're we're just gonna drop that Chris Pine conversation because we'll hold it till till some yeah. some other appropriate venue. Um, but speaking of basketball, um, I want to talk a little <sighs> Syracuse God. basketball. Yeah, one you got it on, um, and two, it was I don't know uh, what's it called. What's that? What's that? Um, Almost like a, like a false, not a false prophet, but what's the thing where you get the, uh, you get like a taste of what's going to come and then it ends up <sighs> just a total, a total farce. That was, that was the, the Florida State game, right? That opened up possibilities for us. Yeah, but since then the, we, you know, we won five games in a row. We I know. We won 60 the other day. That's the problem, right? Because once you win, yeah. once we win the Florida State game, you're like, wait a minute, that's a quality win, 
and um, we can run the if we run the table, that means we're gonna have to. We'll, we will have beaten Louisville, and we'll have beaten. Duke, we beat right? Virginia. Duke. Virginia was not right. That was Virginia win one thousand. And we still have Duke to go, right? Yeah. And you saw the way the Clemson game ended last week. Tyus Battle hit that three pointer as the clock expired. Yes, right. So, so the Florida State win opens the door to say, okay, it's a long shot, but if we can take care of some business, right, we might have an outside shot of making the tournament. Because before the Florida State game, we're not making the tournament. No, and and the fact that we actually finally won two road games, the NC State game, which they had to come up with a furious comeback in the sec with like seven minutes left, they were down by like twelve points. You know, right. won that game. And in Clemson, we had to hit a three-pointer. Those are the only two road victories we have. But the, the only two victories away from the carry dome, not even road victories. Like, we don't have a win on a neutral court even this year. Which makes that uh, pit game not surprising, but. I mean, we were due for right? some disappointing. It's always rough at pit. But then I saw the ties bow in play and that even. We lost for like five points to Pitt, I think, you know, five or six points. And it sucks because it's like, man, apparently he was out for, for illness. He must have had the flu or some bullshit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which really what? sucks when a guy's out because of something like that, you know? So what is the, let's see, what's the rest of the schedule here? We've got, um... Right, so we beat we have Florida Georgia State Tech again, I believe. NC State, Virginia, Clemson, right? Pitt. Uh, Wake Forest then again? That was Louisville. No, we got Georgia Tech All right. uh, on Sunday, and then we've got Duke and at Louisville. Okay. We got to win. We got to beat Louisville tonight. Beat Louisville tonight. You got to hold. You're probably going to lose. You're going to lose at home, right? Yeah, you don't want to lose. You're going to lose. Yeah. Louisville's, Louisville's a top 10 team. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, you got to beat Duke at home. Yeah, Duke's playing a lot th- better now than they were three weeks ago. And then, uh, how's Georgia Tech this year? Is Georgia Tech any good? They're mediocre. We should be able to beat them, but but still, we're also able to lose to them. They've beaten a couple of decent teams. Okay, they're fifteen and ten. They're fifteen and ten. They're right there. They're yeah. they're. Right on par with us, right? Uh, let's see. They, they beat UNC. They beat somebody that was pretty good. Uh, they beat UNC. Okay. They lost at Duke. They lost uh, uh, against Louisville. Um, they beat Jesus. Florida State. They beat Notre Dame, two ranked teams. So, I mean, they're right on par with us. They're right on par with us. Um uh, you gotta. I, I mean, at this point of the season, I mean, you can't really be afford. You can't afford to to give away to give away games. But I mean, you can't. You're gonna beat them twice in a matter of you know two weeks. We play them on the nineteenth and the fourth. So I don't know. It's gonna be tough. I don't. I'm not holding out hope. Yeah. That we're a tournament team. I don't. That early season run, we we lost to Connecticut, Georgetown, and St. John's. The problem with Connecticut was Connecticut's terrible. They're still terrible. And we gave that game away. Yeah. All right. On to other business. We'll uh, keep, yeah, keep, yeah. keep one on eye on that. Yeah, yeah. On to other business. 
Uh, one of my favorite times of year for the Two Sorry Excuses podcast. It's bittersweet because this time of year, it's really tough to get podcasts in the can. Yeah, I mean, we're good. We're giving one in this week, you know? It's, uh, it's a little hit or miss. And then this <sighs> kind of spills into pre-walk season. Okay. Where I'm on the road doing all those, you know, those canvassing and street teaming. And, like, this year we added two more. We had two more walks to the uh, to the roster, so like business is up by like thirty percent, twenty five percent. But it's Mardi Gras. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Saturday was kind of kickoff to everything. That was Crew de Vu, which you know, I mean, they call the French Quarter area Vu Carré. That's where Crew de Vu comes from. And it, I mean, it so, started like thirty. I think this was the thirty first Crew de Vu. You know. And it's like real, it's an adults, people are down there with kids, but it's, it's really an adults only parade. Like there's stuff you don't want your kids seeing, you know, like okay. friggin' it's real raunchy. If you go and Google Crudevu or go to their website, even, you know, and obviously they were skewering heavy on Donald Trump this year, you know? So let's take a step back. So for the last uh, two years, uh, each of the years I've learned a little more about Mardi Gras. All right. So here's what I know. I want to, I want to cash in on some of my knowledge that, uh, that each of the crews obviously has a group of, of, of individuals who make up the crew. Yeah. The crew throws a parade, yep. a roll. As the parlance of the of the locale, yeah. Um, and in addition to the crew, they invite other entities to march with them, right? So they'll get marching bands and stuff from from other places. Yeah, you'll have like yeah, there's like marching bands, local schools, and then the bigger parades will have hell. Even some of the smaller parades have marching bands from out of town, you know. And there's tons of them. There's like thirty. Parades. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a load of them. You know, there's a shit ton of them. <laughs> and they, they Primarily start in New the... Orleans, and then there's a lot in Metairie, and then to a lesser extent, a couple of other suburb, suburbs. But mostly it's New Orleans, Seconds, Metairie, and then, you know, a couple elsewhere. You know. So this um, is what I thought I had a pretty good handle on. In previous years, but I don't know if that's if the game's changed a little bit here. So, essentially, I thought there. So back in the day, a lot of the crews had their own parade routes, or there were there was a, there was a bigger variety of parade routes yeah. than there were post sand uh, post Katrina. Yeah, like one of the parades that's rolling this weekend is the crew of Carrollton. And that actually used to, I live, the area of town I live in is Carrollton, you know, right off of yeah. Carrollton Avenue. And that used to parade right down here, you know. Like, in fact, their, their, um, their clubhouse or barn or whatever you want to call it, uh, where they keep all their floats and stuff is not, is, you know, less than two miles away from my house, you know, like right at the... Um, Right where Leak Ave turns into River Road, which becomes Jefferson Parish, you know, is where their their um, 
their thing is, you know, uh, okay. and because it was started because there's a lot, there are a lot of parades like that. Like it was started by business people in this area so many years ago, you know, because they do. That's what some of these parades are, you know, whereas local like there was a crew. There's a crew of Ferret that was started how many decades ago by people on Ferret Street, the Ferret Street Businessmen okay. Association, because, yep. you, you know, it's one of those type of things, you know, and after Katrina, you know, with the shortage of manpower and all that, that just kind of changed everything. And even for like, I don't know, it might have been the first couple of years because Endymion is one of the super crews and it was it it rolls through mid city. You know, they all end up downtown, you know, but okay, everyone in New Orleans ends up downtown. But the mid city route was where Endymion went through. And for a couple of years after, they they had them rolling the uptown route, but then you know they were finally like we we need to do this, you know, because you know how many places? A, it's where people have been gone forever, you know. It's like Endemian is one of those things that some people's that's that's solely their parade, you know. And then you got all the people that live near the route, you know, who have houses, who have parties for it, and everything. And then you got all the businesses who are depending on the business you get from Endymion because you got people out there camping out all day you know and sometimes they got people that set up camp for Endymion like days ahead of the parade you know yeah okay all right like people go and stake out their spot it's always a controversial issue because people go out there and they spray paint like parts of the neutral ground uh what everyone else calls a median but we call a neutral ground down here you know okay. to stake out their spots you know and so it was like kind of like so Endymion kind of forced them to say like, hey man, we gotta roll through Mid City. We can't keep going through Uptown because our tradition's Mid City, you know. So that's like the only one that's basically way off the the beaten path of what the Uptown route is now, you know. Um, on Mardi Gras Day itself, actual Fat Tuesday, Zulu rolls. But it rolls through a different part of town before it hits the traditional route. You know, like it, it doesn't go the whole traditional route because, you know, it goes through like the black neighborhoods, you know, and now it's more structured. Yeah. But, you know, like like my dad tells a story, you know, when he was a kid, you know, I don't think he ever went to Zulu because when it, it really, you know, primarily just went through the black neighborhoods before going downtown. So it used to and, it, and there was no like there was no like predetermined route, you know. It was like they would wind their way through, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he yeah. lived further he lived further uptown, you know, so I think if he was gonna praise, he was probably going to ones not far from his house. And Zulu still to this day doesn't go near where my dad grew up, you know. Um a lot of the parades start at Napoleon Avenue, you know, and go up there and you know, nowadays it's like there's a few that go from Jefferson up through magazine, but most of them are Napoleon on the St. Charles, you know, it's, um, and then you go down St. Charles till you get the least circle turns there, you know, and, and goes all the way downtown up canal and will disband like at the dome or the convention center, like Bacchus, you know, they have a big ball in the convention center, their big blow, which anybody can buy tickets to, you know? Right. But, uh, and Demian always does their thing at the Superdome, you know, and all the floats come in there, you know, it's, but a lot of them just disband down there anyway. 
because that's the end of the route, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, but so I don't know what else you want to know, or what else do we need to cover on that? So I'm noticing this year that there looks like there's a lot more uh, diversity in the in the routes. Well, what are you looking but, at? Uh, I mean, what you got to uh, look at is where they say they are. Because the problem so is at, a general Mardi Gras page will often have, you know, all the parades for the whole metro area. Yes. I'm, I, I have that page. Uh, I think it's MardiGras.com. Yeah. Mardi, Mardi Gras New Orleans.com. And it gives the schedules and the routes, right? And it tells you mid-city, um, uptown, right? Yeah. But I'm skipping the ones that are like in Metairie. Yeah. Well, another thing is it's going to have everything on here. You know? Yeah, so it's got like... Uh, so even have like marching groups who might be, you know, you, you get what I'm saying? It, um, streetcar. Where's that one at? What day groups. are you looking at? I don't know. This is the funny 40 yeah, that load they the always streetcar. Do that. Yeah, that's that's always on January 6th. So what, they just hop on a streetcar and they just go yeah, they the streetcar route? Yeah, they actually start near the street, at the streetcar barn down... Uh, not far from my house. I walk by it all the time with the dog. Uh, okay. The Car- Carlton Station. And okay. they get on. You can go down there. I didn't go down because it was so cold and rainy this year. I was like, I'm not. I've never been to it. But I was thinking, I was like, oh, my goodness. But the weather was so crappy that I, didn't, <laughs> I wasn't going to deal with it that night. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And then they just ride down St. Charles in the streetcar. It's not like. You know, it, the people are, you know, there might be a couple people here. They're scattered on the route, just waving at them, you know, and they might throw a few things. But it's not like a typical parade, you know. Joan of Arc is a fairly new one, you know, and that's that's the the floats are probably on the scale with anything Crew de Vu does, if, even if they have floats because it's in the French Quarter. And you can't have okay. floats in the French Quarter. And like the Society des Duchamps Elise, that's probably the same type of thing. I've never heard of that either. You know? So So you went you went to the Crudeview Crudevu yeah. ball? Yeah, I went to the parade because see a friend is a friend of ours is in it. Uh well a few friends, but they're in the cause every every group in there has their own theme, you know? And like okay. come up with there's a there's an overarching theme for the parade, but everyone comes up with their own theme for their float and stuff. So our bike, Chris, uh, he he's in it with this guy Ramsey, and then uh, this girl Sarah Jane and her husband Gunner. And um, so he he was here for the Super Bowl, and that Sunday he was setting up the the TV, you know. Because he was bringing the TV for outside. And he's like, hey, you want to go to a ball? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, because he always invites a few people. And I think I probably could have just bought tickets anyway. But I never think about it, you know. And he's like, it's a costume ball, though. So I was like, oh, well, I got to come up with a costume. So I went to the parade, you know. It's a cash bar. It's not like it's a little different than other balls for other for some of the other parades. All of them are a little different, you know. 
Like if you're going to one of right. these fancy ones, it's a totally different thing. You know, you go to some. I've never been to that because you actually have to know people in there. It's not like, and it's not like the crazy blowout. Like the Cru de Vue ball is a crazy blowout ball. Like it's a big freaking party. You know. Okay. All right. Um. So. So is the ball at the final at the end of the parade route? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, spill yeah. In yeah. To... It was at the Civic Theater, which is this old theater down right off of Poydras. I guess technically it's probably on O'Keefe, you know. Okay. And they uh, and you went there, and there was, you know, they had bars set up and dance floors and bands and DJs and stuff, and it was just a big. How many people? Orgy. Um, well, all the people in the parade. I don't know. I don't know. It was a lot of people, dude. Because people are, because they have people upstairs in the balcony seating areas too, you know. I don't think it was thousands, you know, because the theater's not even that big, you know. Okay, I'm um, just trying to put it on, 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 you know, try to get. I mean, a I scope. can't. I can tell you everything was packed, but I can't tell you how many people were there. I mean, straight up. I mean, I'm not good at that. Okay. You know. <laughs> okay. Like, like fifteen hundred thousand. I don't know. Yeah. Like fifteen hundred people, maybe. 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 Right. Like, it's a lot of people. Okay. You know? And everybody's there in costumes. All the people that were in the parade are all in their costumes. Like, my buddy Chris, their whole, their their theme was, uh, was it was like the sphincter of Egypt or whatever. It was a play off of that, you know? Okay. Because it's all, like, crude type of stuff, you know? Um... Like, if you see, like, I'm looking at, they got all the parades. It's like themes, mature themed is what they give crew to vu. You know? Okay. Like, they got, they got lots of penises out there, you know? Like, there was lots, there was like one float, which is a paper mache Putin fucking uh, Donald, a paper mache Donald Trump in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Lots of stuff like that, you know? Real, high, real highbrow. Yeah, like that's what it, but that's the whole point of it, you know. That's just over the top with the shit, you know. Yeah, yeah it yeah. does not spare feelings or friggin' taste or anything. It's just friggin' crude and filthy and straight out with it, you know. So when you told me you were going, uh, I said, "Hey, is this that crew uh, that you were contemplating joining?" And you said no, that was Tux, which is a whole different animal. But yeah, it, Tux it, rolled in a couple of weekends. Isn't it? What? What? How is it a whole? Tux just isn't crude. No, Tux. It, Tux is a more traditional parade. You know, you see the see anything that rolls to the French Quarter by definition is not your classic, you know, big float parade. Because they're just not allowed to roll through a French Quarter. Okay. You know? okay. Back in the day, parades used to roll through French Quarter. And I think the last one rolled probably in the early 70s. Probably was the last one to roll. Because when Bacchus and Endymion came around, it was like the the dawn of the super crew. Like where they start building these huge floats. You know, and so even the smaller parade floats start getting bigger and stuff. And then they deemed it like a fire hazard, you know? If something happened and you got these big floats on the street, you know? Yeah, right, of course. You know, the quarter, it's a basically a, well, it's, it, 
it's almost a 300 year old neighborhood at this point, you know, yeah. so it's built like 300 year old neighborhood. Right. In you and know? of itself, it's basically a fire hazard, let alone putting it's... a bunch of floats down those streets. Yeah. I mean, back in the day when the floats were smaller, all the parades used to eventually uh, make their way through the quarter. You know, it was just part of the route, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, but you're talking. So now if you see some of the French quarters, either, you know, like, See, it says crew de vue and crew delusion follows walking parade. You know, it's just, it's that type of stuff, you know? Okay. It, like, I see there was something on Friday, crew of cork. That's a walking parade. It's people drinking wine, basically, you know? <laughs> so just a, just a group of people walking with. I mean, they'll be dressed up and stuff, but that's what it is. It's like. It's like wine lovers and stuff. You know, that's okay. why it's called Cork. Right. Because oh, at the heart of it, these are social clubs. Yeah, yeah. You gotta and have some they're, um Yeah, they and they all do type of like philanthropic philanthropic activity and stuff on the side. Okay. Yeah. So you want some type of common interest. Yeah. Alright, alright, I get it. I get it. Um all right, what are so you, you saying as far as you see the diversity? You know, if you see, you look at the list, and I'm looking at almost everything's uptown. There's only two uptown routes nowadays. Well, three, I guess, technically, if you consider Zulu. Yeah, you know, there's a one-off. Yeah, and see, Endymion's the only mid-city parade. Uptown and mid-city, uptown, mid-city, French Court. Those are, the, those are the three within New Orleans. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I don't know what you're looking at, but I'm looking at NewOrleansOnline.com. Damn it. No, I'm at that Mardi Gras NewOrleans.com. But I, like I click on, so it says, uh, let's see. So I go to uh, I go to Uptown, right? So uh, Crew of Cleopatra is rolling Uptown. Yeah. So I'm going to open that. I'm going to open that, right? So let me see what they're map is uh crew they're gonna start from actually toth has a slightly different route because it starts it rolls past uh near children's hospital i think that relates to the fact that doctors might have founded it parade or something right so so crew of cleopatra and and bacchus are both on uh uptown new orleans right but I mean, while they generally go down St. Charles, um, they're, they're, yeah, a little, they they're a little different. Like, uh, so Bacchus starts at uh, Chapatulis, right? Starts at Chapatulis, uh, goes up Napoleon, takes a right on St. Charles, goes all the way to the quarter, uh, takes a right, goes down whatever that road is, past the, the Harrah's. And then ends up at uh, essentially the river. I don't. I don't know what that would be called. It ends up at the convention center. Convention center. There you go. Yeah, so yeah. so then uh, then the Cleopatra starts on uh, Constance and goes to Napoleon and then up Napoleon and then follows the same route, but then cuts off earlier at the quarter. So yeah, because it's a smaller crew. So I thought that everybody was bound 
by the same route, but they're not. They're just generally no, bound. but but still they go. They all go that way. Okay. And so back they're in the all day, subject to the same uh, police. Got it. Yeah. So back in the day, maybe uh, maybe Bacchus, you know, went up. Uh, what what's that? Saint Charles to the quarter, but but maybe uh, never did good. Bacchus was too big. Bacchus only was founded in the late sixties. That uh, they're the reason they don't do stuff like Bacchus and Endymion. They're the ones that changed Mardi Gras. Uh, right, right. But what I'm saying is that they go to Canal, right, and then they cut off yeah. before they go into the quarter, right? So, but maybe Cleopatra used to go down, for argument's sake, uh, Chapatulis and hung a left on... You know what on... Cleopatra is? That was one of the West Bank parades. Okay. Like, it was in, it was on the West Bank of Jefferson Parish, and then, see, some of these parades are on the West Bank, they were dying, so they moved over here to get members. Oh, God. Um, because when you move... Because... They figure more people will join if they get to go the uptown route. You know, there used to be a lot more parades on the West Bank and stuff. So Cleopatra's only been rolling over here for a couple of, you know, not that long. It okay. doesn't say on this website, but it says straight up, it was founded in 1972 as the first carnival club for women on the West Bank, you know. All right. So they're in the same general vicinity, whereas maybe back in the day – they would just do their own thing. You could have 30 different parade routes, theoretically. Then after the, the hurricane, they kind of reined everybody in and said, listen, pick well, one. Well, yeah, you either go the uptown route or you don't, you know? I mean, everything, the uptown route, the only variation, slight variation. Every, uptown route, you know, everyone says uptown, uptown, you know? I mean, even if there's slight variations, that's just where they're starting, where they're beginning. Everyone goes down St. Charles. Okay. You know? Okay. Every parade passes, goes down St. Charles and passes Napoleon. Ah, uh, got Jesus, it. Jesus, we're going to just fucking game, man. We were winning. Now right. we can't score. Uh, with the exception <sighs> of Endemian that goes through Mid-City. And through Mid-City, yeah. And then... Uh... So uptown, yeah, okay, all right. So basically, during during the fourteen days, if I just go out to St. Charles at a given point, I'm gonna. If you were to set up camp on St. Charles, right in the other on the downtown side of Napoleon, you'd basically see almost every parade. Okay, all right, okay, all but right. you wouldn't see Zulu, you wouldn't see Endymion, and I wouldn't see Endymion, right, right, yeah. Okay. Those, those are choices I got to make, man. Those are choices I got to make. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'm ready to make them, but but uh, I appreciate the opportunity to make them. Uh, yeah. yeah, see, Zulu start. Yeah, see, it starts at Jackson and South Claiborne. And we usually go catch it in that area with my uh, with the brother-in-law and my niece, you know? Yeah, right. That's that's your thing there. You got yeah. a tradition, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been gone with them. I've went with them probably four out of the last five years or something. And they've always been gone to it, you know. And problem is now, first year I went out with them, there were like no white people out there. It was nice, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, you get out there and there's white people horning in on your action. You know, kind of sucks. White people ruin everything. They do. They do, especially because there's because on top of it, they're carpet bagging white people. They're the most detestable sort of white people in the city of New Orleans, in my opinion. Like, are you know, they... I have a lot of friends who are who I guess you could classify as carpetbaggers, including like my buddy that had me in the parade, but he gets a pass because he's a gay guy, <laughs> you know. And he's been down here since he came here for college, so I give him a pass. All right, all right. Um, all right. So you, you. Is that just he's not one of these kids? He's not one of like these legion of like Big Ten graduates that come down here because they just want to be whatever. And you'd go and there's like Wisconsin bars and shit now, and uh, uh, those people are just deplorable. So where did you go to catch the parade? We were in the quarter. Okay. I, if I can remember exactly where we were, we were at the corner of Royal and Dumain trying to catch him. Okay. All right. So it starts. It starts. What is that? The. That, how does the quarter run? Top of the quarter, bottom of the quarter? Let me see. Are you talking about the, the Just, route they got on here? Yeah, in general, like, what's the direction? Because it took me a while to understand uptown versus downtown in New Orleans because it's not north and south. Yeah, you got to go by Riverside. You go by Riverside. So, like, they start out uh, by North Peters. They're actually, they start in the Marigny area. In the Marigny area, That's right. closer to the river. Yeah, but then they walk, I, because this year I know they changed the route a little bit. And somebody told me they actually passed in front of the building that a friend of mine lives in. I was like, oh, they she's like, yeah, they never passed before because she works in the building. Okay. And um, I was like, I heard they changed the route a little bit this year. You know, let me look at it. But I mean, it starts out in the Marigny area. Let's see, where's the? Oh, all right. Yeah, look at the. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the Marigny where it's starting at. So when you're coming like, in from street on the Royal, and then it. Winds its way into the quarter. So when you're entering the quarter from from that direction, right? Esplanade Ave is the uh, border. What is that called? Is that that's like, where like Portacall is? What's that? Where Portacall is? That's the yeah. Border no, no, no. But if if we were if if you were to try to give me you know general direction, is it like top of the quarter, bottom of the quarter? Is it or is it just? You give a street direction. <laughs> you just say it's Esplanade, man. You know what it is. All right. End All right. of the quarter, I guess you'd say. I, the... That's how I'd view it because I'm coming from the other direction, basically. End know? of the quarter, right. Okay. Because... Yeah, but it's like I don't think of it in those terms, you know I mean? See, that's the problem. People elsewhere are always trying to come up with, how do you describe it? It's like, I don't know. You know? <laughs> it's like, just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Everybody's got a fucking GPS on their phone now. Put it in the phone. You know? <laughs> People, no, because I had somebody a couple of years ago. I was like, is that south? And I was like, I don't fucking know. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's a legitimate. Like nobody uses the term South or North here except for street names. <laughs> right. But I mean, from a, from. It's like, oh, that's South Carrollton. No, oh, North Carrollton. But no one's ever like, oh, head East. You know what I mean? Unless you're talking about the interstate or something. <laughs> uh... Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. That's not an uncommon delineation. Yeah, You'd be like, you'd tell somebody, go to Esplanade, you know? <laughs> no, if I was go, if I, I were to say, where like are you? It's on the edge. You'd say it's the edge of the quarter. So if. Is that fair? The edge of the quarter, which is fine. So, but like, for example, right. I head to the boardwalk. Boardwalk's got two ends. Boardwalk? Oh, you're talking about Asbury. In Asbury. Okay. I tell you to meet me at the boardwalk, right? I tell you to meet me at the boardwalk. You say, where on the boardwalk? I'll say the south end of the boardwalk. Meet me at the north end yeah, of the Steve, boardwalk. I told you to meet me at, if we were going to port a call, I'd tell you to meet me at port a call, though. Yeah, yeah, and that makes sense because that's a place, right? Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, because you wouldn't be, you probably wouldn't be gone down there otherwise, you know? I mean, you might say, if you're right on the other side and you want to go to Marin and you want to go to Frenchman Street, you'd say, meet me at Frenchman Street. Oh, God, we can't get out of our fucking ways. Oh, amen. Finally, we scored a bucket. Two minutes left. We're down by four. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, I'm not going to go to the mattresses over this, but I think you're discounting the value of of inter-neighborhood or, or intersectional direction. I think that's a lot more common than than you're giving it credit for. I don't think it's that common for people from New Orleans, though. Uh, you know, because I don't hear anybody ever say that. You know, meet me on the uh, on the north side of the quarter. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair, but I guess or, no one even says the river side of the quarter. But if you were to describe it, you would say, "Oh, uh, that's on the river side of the quarter." Well, you that's, that's why you just got a bunch of drunk people walking around not finding each other, man. Yeah, and that's why they're always getting mugged. Um, if you had more specific <laughs> interneighborhood direction, I think it'd become well, a much, much... Well, you're looking at a map, you know. Yeah. Which I'm sure you are. I, I absolutely am. I absolutely am. So there's your, you know, your boundaries. Yeah. You know, yeah. Rampart Street. You know, I mean, it's... I mean... Sorry to be a dick about Which, it at all. Oh, listen, you're you've been a much bigger dick for much less. So much of much less. So I'm certainly not taking offense. Uh, I'm just trying to help frame the com. I'm trying to give an aesthetic to the people that really don't give a shit. You know, I'm trying to give them something to, to hang on to. Because you're losing the New Jersey contingent here because they're like, what? They don't. <laughs> Well, I'm listening to Jersey contingent people that are known for their uh, sunny dispositions. They're like, "What? You don't name the directional components of your neighborhood? What kind of fucking asshole are you?" <laughs> I say, "Meet me at the, when I say meet me at the south part of the boardwalk. When I say meet me at, at the south end of the boardwalk, you meet me at the south end of the boardwalk, man. Otherwise, we're walking a mile looking for each other." Yeah, you know? yeah, that's easy because that's a linear thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I, listen, it can go either way. It can go either. <laughs> way. I'm saying, I'm saying that you're selling, 
you're selling the experience short by not having uh, an end of the quarter, beginning of the quarter, top of the quarter, I mean, bottom the of the court, quarter. Here's the, what I would call it. I would say the quarter or Iberville, Rampart, Esplanade, and basically the river. Yeah, great. So you're naming streets. That's any asshole can just give me coordinates. Yeah, but that's how you do stuff around here. Yeah, well. You know, no one's ever like, look at the, why don't you just pull up a map of the I city am. at large So this see is, why you this can't is, say that shit. This is what I would say. This is how I would name it. And if, I'll tell you what, I'm going to carpet bag okay, my gonna ass. you going to improve on what I'm, the French did. I'm going to carpet bag my ass down there, run for city council, and I'm going to name the quarter. With the following directions. Top of the quarter, bottom of the quarter. Done. What are you going to give the top of the quarter to? Since it's since if you're looking at it on a top traditional north-south map, it's it's on an angle. Top of the top of the quarter from from what I and I know Esplanade really kind of starts it, right? So Esplanade is top of the quarter. Esplanade, yeah. Esplanade is top of the quarter. Bottom of the quarter, canal. That's top of the quarter, okay. That's top of the quarter. Bottom of the quarter, canal. Hey, Liv, me and a couple yeah. guys, we're going to head down to the bottom of the quarter uh, after work. Just, I don't know where we're going to be. Just head on down there. Park your right, car. Well, I don't know where the fuck you're going to be because that's freaking asinine. <laughs> ride your bike. Ride your bike. Take the trolley car. Meet me down there. Otherwise, what do you do? You're Ubering up to, up up. Up to Jackson Square, like then you gotta come and find us again. No, just you get in the car. So I don't know. You know what? Take me, take me to the bottom of the quarter. Boom. Your, your cabbie, the your cabbie okay. takes you there. Like where? Done. What other problems you need solved in New Orleans? What other problems you need solved? Because I'm solving that one for you. Top of the quarter. Well, this bottom is the, of the problem quarter. because Canal Street. You know, you refer to that as downtown. You know. And you know when you're on Canal Street and you're downtown, you know you just walk a block over you're in the quarter at a certain point, you know? Okay. So then, like, so that you just think, I mean, I guess technically you'd be like, well, that's the outer edge of the quarter, but you're just thinking, no, downtown, you know? So I can call it and down quarter, quarter, up quarter. I can call it I can call it bo- bottom of the quarter, top of the quarter. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm I, it still doesn't work technically. But the thing is, and when I think of Esplanade, and this is, maybe this is just me, I think, oh, that's the edge of the quarter. You, you get what I'm saying? You know, yeah, like, so you, oh, you don't have two you, fringe. You don't have two edges. You have one edge. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. Like yeah. So, so you do yeah. do it. Hey, I'll tell you what. We're going to go down the quarter. Oh, I don't want to fucking go down the quarter. Where are you going to go? Don't worry about it. We're just going to hang out at the edge of the quarter. Oh, you want to go to Port of Call? I'll go to Port of Call if you're going to be at the edge of the quarter. So anyway, so regardless right. of whether you... Uh, we don't need to worry about the geographic reclassification of the French Quarter right. anymore. Well, though. I mean, I w- we can move uh, on to big things if you insist, and if you know. But you can't be so obstinate, man. Ch- times are changing. People want geographic direction within their w- within their neighborhoods. But regardless, so you, you, yeah, maybe maybe you maybe you soulless people in Jersey. You, uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's not a city you won't. You won't, uh, I, um, <laughs> there's not a city that you won't, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not isolate. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
word you're yeah. looking for? It's not to say that it's not that you won't isolate, that you won't Oh, ostracize. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, you're in the French Quarter, and you... Uh, I'm not ostracizing you're, Jersey. You're, you're in the French Quarter, you see the parade, it goes by. So what what happens? You see your buddy go by, and then you just kind of like... Well, we all waited for his group to come by, and we went up and made our way through the crowd. And I didn't get that close, because it's so tight down there. And I also had this fucking backpack with me, and the friggin' uh, one by four <laughs> as opposed to a two by four, but that was the piece of what I had on my, um, I had it at my. Well, explain house. why you're carrying around a one by four and a backpack for that matter. Yeah, well, uh, but Abby, I was with us. She got up to the front, and Chris handed her a big old bag of stuff that he pretty much had for all of us, you know, which had like little broken up Ziploc bags of all the signature like throws that they had for the, um, the parade, you know, um, uh, nice. So, uh, because it was a costume ball, we're going to, I had to dress up in a costume, you know? Um, so anyway, I decided to, that I was like, I didn't have much time to get this costume together because he only asked me last Sunday and it was during the week. And I was like, well, if I come up with a costume, I'm going to have to work friggin a, um, you know, the beard into it. Had you, you know? started growing the beard so, regardless for personal? Uh... Yeah, because I originally grew it for a costume. Uh, for what costume? <laughs> the beard was originally grown so I could be Dr. Harold Bornstein. Donald oh, Trump's you've had the doctor beard since Halloween? Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I thought you had shaved. No, no. I've trimmed it up occasionally, but I haven't shaved okay, it since, right. yeah. It has not come off in that time since, you know, since the first started growing out in the last couple of weeks of October. Got it. Um, Jesus. Uh, so on, you know, my, I think it was Tuesday where I was trying to figure out what I was going to be. I was like, well, maybe I could be Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Well then, you know, Wednesday rolls around. It's like, I better figure out what the hell I'm going to be. Because if you're going to use friggin', uh, if I need to order anything, this is like the last day to yeah, do it, yeah. you know? Cause it's Wednesday. I need it all by Saturday, you know? And I was like, I mean, yeah, I got Amazon Prime, but not everything could be procured on Amazon Prime all the yep. time, you know? Um, and so I was like, screw it, I'm all in. I'm going to be Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So I found a singlet on eBay that was the right price. That was what I needed, like low-cut singlet, like in that photo right. I sent you. Um, you know, because I couldn't find one of those on Prime. Well, I might have been... I think I couldn't find one for as good a price as the one I found on on eBay, you know? And it was like, you know, it was like 20-something dollars or five-something for shipping charges. I was like, whatever. It's like expected delivery Saturday, February 11th. I'm like, fine, you know? That actually ended up coming in on Friday because it moved a little quicker, okay. you know? Um, but then the knee pads I bought, you know, you know it sucks sometimes with... Oh, God, man. Can't get fucking rebounds, these motherfuckers. Um, 
so sometimes, uh, so then I was like, I got to find blue knee pads, you know? So I'm looking for blue knee pads and Amazon, I didn't see what I want, you know? And then I found a reasonably priced pair of wrestling knee pads on eBay. You know, they were doing the pack, you know? Um, but you had to order, they only sold them like in singles, you know? Uh, and the problem was the one prime, it was like, uh, an add on item or something, you know, <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. They do that. Yeah. You can only order if you're ordering something else that meets the threshold. And I wasn't ordering anything that made thresholds, I guess, you know, but anyway, these are perfect. And I was like, that's a reasonable price for them. But the problem is it was being delivered by priority mail. It was like expected delivery, February 11th. I'm like, good. All right, I'll deal with that. But of course, nothing's getting updated properly, you know, on the for that item on the FedEx, on the uh, post office tracking website. Um, so, uh, so I, uh, so I'm getting a little nervous about that. On Thursday, I order Wednesday, Thursday, I'm seeing, you know, because I get an email that day when I order. It's like, your product is shipped. Your item has shipped. And I'll look on the, 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 the tracking thing the next day, and it's the ninth now. It's supposed to be on the 11th. It's coming from Utah, and, it's, and it doesn't say that it's actually made it to the post office and left the post office yet, you know? So I'm getting nervous. I email the seller. He's like, oh, I'm looking what you see. I'll look at it tonight. And next day, I look again. And it says that it's shipped and it made its way to the main distribution center February 9th, like in Provo, Utah, you know? And I, I emailed the guy again. I was like, what the fuck, dude? I was like, that's unacceptable that it that it hasn't shipped till 24 hours after the delivery label was made. He's like, I told you, man. I was like, because now it's the post office saying expected delivery February 13th. Okay. Oh, I'm really sweating it out. And that's when I was talking that night, how I was making preparations on Friday night. Okay. You know? And because uh, I was like, I'm going to have to do something because I, I couldn't find any equal knee pads that were the right color in the city even, you know, just to go buy at the store because it had to be royal yes. blue. And everything you find is either black or white, you know? Like just, I was like, I'm just going to try to find like volleyball pads or something, okay. you know? And, um... I was having a hard time finding anything. Um, well, then Saturday I wake up and I look at the, because I was like, Friday, I was like, I'm not going to buy it now because you never know. You know? Fuck, we're going to lose. Um, so then I put it, uh, and then Saturday I look and it's like, oh, it's at Metairie. I was like, oh, great, because I have it all shipped to my mother's yeah. house, you know? And so that came in, but I still had to figure out the hair because the night before, you know, I had that old wig, and I was like, uh, it was a blonde, it was a blonde wig that was gray. I cleaned the gray out, but I'm thinking I can, um, I'm thinking that I could put just for Wait, me. So I went I'm and bought sorry. just I have for to stop you right there. This is the wig that you wore is a wig you've had to dye twice. Well, no, I, I put. That like the spray stuff in it that was gray for Halloween, okay. you know. All right. So, um, so I, uh, so I went and washed the gray out of it, the gray spray. But I was like, I was like, I can find brown spray, but I was like, because I had to make it like dirty blondish. Yeah. You know. 
So I thought I could just do just for men. So I did that. And then, you know, what part of the process of just for men is you got to shampoo it after at the okay. end, you know, you got to wait like five or five minutes and then you shampoo it. But I wait longer because it was like the longer you wait, the more the darker it'll get. So I was like, the longer it'll be better. Well, it came right out because, you know, it's not real hair, but I didn't know this. <laughs> Your experience dyeing synthetic wigs is limited. Yeah, so the next day I'm scrambling. I'm like, I got to figure out something. I went to the party city because I I had to go to a different store out there. Where did I go? I had to go to a certain store out there to find something. I was like, well, the party city is going to be right near it anyway. Okay. You know? So I went to the party city. They didn't have brown hairspray there because I was like, I got to get it a little darker. But I went into... Um, I went into wherever. Uh, I went to CVS later on because I was like, well, I'll see if they got some type of spray stuff in the women's section because I did look that up before I went there to see about sprays, you know? And then I came across it and they had on clear and 75% off a certain spray. I was like, good. And it was dark blonde. It was for covering up your gray roots or whatever for women, you know? So I got it for three bucks. I was like, this is worth it. And I used the whole can on the wig, you know, and it came out blonde which was good because ultimately it okay. worked, right. you know, I was like, this is what I'm sticking. I was like, thank God it worked because I was not, I didn't have much time. Then I went and met, uh, you know, when I spoke to Abby the day before Abby and her boyfriend, Monty, uh, I spoke to him about their plans and he's like, we're going to Doris Metropolitan. We're going to be at the bar. So they're like this nice restaurant. And apparently, Abby and Monty are friends with one of the owners because, uh, and Monty's really tight with them because they're all in CrossFit together, you know? And, um, so, uh, but the day before she's like, talk to Monty about this. He'll tell you what the deal is. So he's like, yeah, we're going to Doors Metropolitan bar around six. I'm thinking I just got, you know, and they live near the route. So I'm thinking, all right, I'll be able to drop my stuff. We'll be able to, Go to dinner, go back to her house, get dressed, you know, and then head to the ball or whatever, you know, whatever okay. it is, you know. And, of course, um, that's not what happens. And I end up, like, behind schedule uh, because I was doing all the other stuff, you know. And um, and so, like, well, I was like, well, I just got to meet him there. So I drive down and park near their building, and I Uber it to the restaurant, you know, with the backpack and everything. I was like, I'll just friggin', uh, you know, thinking I'm just going to change at the restaurant, okay. you know? So we eat dinner and everything, because Abby's like, well, we're all going to be in the costumes. So I was like, oh, all right, well, so just change there. So I get there, you know, she's dressed up as a crawfish. You know, which, of course, I always call the lobster because she's huge. Yeah. You know, because a big crawfish is a lobster, right, you know. Right, right. <laughs> um, so anyway, and Chris's boyfriend, Ryan's there. and He's a cat. And Monty's there, but he's Donald Trump. He's got the mask, but he's got the mask off for dinner. So he's just a guy in a suit with a red hat. You know, it says... To make America great hat again, but he's got it wiped out and says make Russia great again, okay. you know? And um and then um so anyway, uh we eat dinner and everything. I was like, well, I'm gonna go change 
in the bathroom. <laughs> and I had to walk to the courtyard to get to the bathroom. And this is a nice restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's actually a pretty nice restaurant. And so I get in there and I change and I, you know, I had my two by four at the table, my one right. by four. Um, anyhow, I finally get dressed and I'm, you know, I'm in the whole getup. You saw the sneakers, the socks. Did you have the sneakers? No, no, I bought those because I had to figure out a way to replicate the, um, I had to figure out a way to replicate the boot. Look, so the you know? boots were that much so, more expensive than, than buying a pair of sneakers. Yeah. Those sneakers are 20 okay. bucks. What kind are they? Rockport old man shoes. Oh, they look, they look like cooler than that. They look like a pair of like basketball sneakers or something. Yeah. Yeah. But they're Rockport. I don't know who uses them for basketball, but whatever. Okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Um, so anyway, and I got, you know, two pack of baseball socks, which are like seven bucks. Okay. You know, uh, and I had a pair of those before, like red ones like that when I was, when I had to be a Red Sox player years ago. So I knew they were, you know, socks that went yeah. up, you know? Um, so anyway, uh, so that's, so I walk <laughs> out of the bathroom in the whole up with the wig and everything and it's like i'm walking out you know it's a nice restaurant you know i'm like i just cannot make eye contact with these people that are sitting out at the courtyard at the tables out there so i just gotta walk for it like no eye contact with these people you know you know how hard it is to do that right, walk right right and then fancy restaurant yeah. much less and a you know, halloween costume that is exposing your whole body basically yeah. Right. There's a general my general rule of thumb is no nipples at the restaurant. That's where I draw the line. Yeah. Well, the 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 um the owner, one of the owner, because I think he has a partner. You know, he was sitting at the table with us. I was like, "Hey, a tie." He's Israeli. I'm like, a, "I'm like a tie. Is it all right if I change into a singlet in here?" He's like, "Yeah, it's perfectly fine." <laughs> <laughs> so I walk out and then. I walked to the courtyard without seeing anything, you know. But when I walk into the dining room we were in, you know, I um, I walk in the dining room we're in. But everybody knows with a table of people dressed up in costumes. What's the name of the restaurant? In there, Doris Metropolitan. Like the name Doris and then Space Metropolitan. Uh, and when I... Um, Walk into our dining room. I get a standing ovation <laughs> from all the other diners. <laughs> They're like, woo, to cheer me off. So I, I struck a couple of poses for them, like bodybuilding style poses. Of course Because <laughs> I had to, you know, you just got to own it. You know, but, later, but then I'm stuck with the stupid backpack. And I'm thinking we're going to get to uh, Abby's apartment eventually. But no, we go catch the parade. But even after that, I think we're going to... Because originally, like, oh, well, we're going to go by the apartment. But no, I'm stuck with the fucking backpack. I said this at one point. I was like, you know what this backpack is for me? It's the friggin' drunken friend when you want to stay out. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the drunken friend with you, and you got to keep paying attention to it. Because I really couldn't do much enjoying myself with the friggin' backpack. I went out with Ben Cook in New York City Oh, was he in New York City? Yeah, maybe it was New York City. He had this backpack. 
And, like, the backpack was the bane of our existence because everywhere we went, he had to, like, deal with the backpack. The backpack had to be searched. Yeah. It had to be put behind the bar. Somebody had to hold it. Like, backpacks are the worst. Yep. Yeah, and it sucked because I was stuck with it for that. And we were like, oh, we're going back to the apartment. And they're like, oh, we're not going to the apartment now. We're going straight to the ball. Like, they changed their minds, you know, because everything's always fucking scatterbrained. So I get to the ball, and I go up to, like, where the, you know, there's a huge area cordoned off where the band and everything is. And I talk to my AV guys. I'm like, hey, dude, can I just leave this back here? And they're like, no. It's like, I'll give you five bucks. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, as if, like, it's a fucking bomb, right, you know? Right. Like, it wasn't even searched before I got in there. But it's like, fucking serious? You know, then I go to the bar. And I was like, man, can I put this around the bar? They're like, oh, are you with the crew? <laughs> and I, I, I was like, I'll just wait. Because then we went outside to meet our friends in the crew where they disbanded. And and I was like, I got the backpack. I got to do something with it. And uh, Gunner's like, they're, he's like, my car's right here. Because they're parked where... You know, right across from the theory. Like, you can put it in the car. You're going to have to deal with it tomorrow. But I'm like, that's fucking fine. Right. You know? So I put it in the car, you know. So I was done with that at least, you know. And um, But the funny thing is, before he left the quarter, like, people wanted to take pictures of me. You know, this is the weirdest thing. So we're after we friggin' watched, after our friend's group passed, we decided we're going to walk away. So we could go start doing other stuff. So we start walking down the street away from the parade room, okay. you know? And a lady starts taking photos, like with a professional style camera, you know? Um, some type of tourist or something, okay. you know? And and Monty's trying to get in the photo, and she's like, no, no, I just want him talking about <laughs> me. And she's like, she's like, my friend, you know, his, his fetish is singlets. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so later on, I'm telling somebody, I was like, I was like, you know what? There's going to be somebody masturbating to my photos. <laughs> I was like, how disturbing is that? And this is the thing. Later on, I'm the ball. You know, I don't think anything about gay people or anything, right. you know? Like, I don't, I just don't even think about that. I'm totally, that's how straight I am. I don't even think about it and how little of a problem I have with it. I just don't even contemplate right. it, you know? A uh, guy comes up to me. <laughs> he like tweaks my nipple, but like straight guys do that shit to you all the time, you know. Uh, he tweaks my nipple. He's got this big hairy, great chest. I was like, ah, because <laughs> it's just. He, and then he goes and gropes my ass. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I just got molested by that guy because he thought I was into it or some shit, you know? And I was like, nah, and he's giving me eyes later. I was like, nah, dude. Right. <laughs> right. That's not how I roll, you know? Uh, and then later on, like, see, I'm out with those guys, and there's a certain point where it's me and one other dude and only out of a group of six guys, we're the only two straight guys. And we're at the ball, they're like, well, let's go to the pub. I was like, I don't care. I'll go to the pub. The pub is a gay bar in the right. quarter. You've yeah. been to the pub before. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm totally cool. I like hanging out with you guys. You know, we're hanging out. You know, it's everything's all right when you don't have a problem with it. You <laughs> yes, know? All right. You know, when you're not a homophobe, you can deal with it. Because it's because it's not like all of a sudden I'm going to be like, oh, wait, I like, I like gay dudes. Right, you know? Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Because I don't. 
And I know that. And I'm comfortable with it. And life is so much better when you're comfortable with that, right. you know? Um, so we go down there. Of course, I'm getting eyeballs left and right from people down there because I'm dressed in basically gay fetish wear. Right. <laughs> but eventually those people left. And then I was hanging out with a friend. And then basically his friend, yeah. Had to tell me, no, you need to go home now. But before I went into the pub, they wouldn't let me take my board into the into the into the bar. They maybe put it behind the door. So I don't know if it was in the drunken stupor that I didn't grab the two by four, or maybe the Uber driver didn't want me to have the two by four. <laughs> Wait, so but whatever. The two by four, the one by four didn't make it home. And this is the thing about that. When I parked my car downtown, New Orleans is a very crime-ridden city. When I parked my car downtown, I need to take an Uber to get to the restaurant. So I'm standing there waiting for the Uber. I'm looking at my phone, and I was like, you know, you're always a possible mark in this city. And I'm standing there, I was like, this is the one time where I feel perfectly comfortable not getting fucked up with in this city. Because if somebody comes up to me, that means they'll will. I'm going to smack them up the head with this friggin' board. Right. right. <laughs> And um, no, so later on, and I knew it technically wasn't a two by four because I know what a two by four looks like. I knew it wasn't thick enough, yeah. you know. And um, but it was because it was remaining wood from when they built the deck at my house, you know, that I cut you know a four foot section and sanded down. Um, I um, I I'm walking across the street, walking across Canal Street as we make our way to the ball at some point, you know, at that point. And we got the walk thing. And this woman, she's turning on the canal, totally disregarding, you know, the fact that we have the right of way, you know? And she's at headphones. She's driving a car with headphones in her ear, fucking around on her phone. And I'm like, hey! You know, yelling. I was like, we got the right of way. And she keeps going through anyway. And I was like, I'll freaking smack you with this two by four. And this redneck on the side there, he's like, that's actually a one by four. <laughs> I said, I don't care what it is. I said, I don't care what it is. I'll fuck her up with it either way. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> and he just started cracking up, you know? Because oh. I, I was like, you hit me, I'm going to hit you with this board. You know? Because it, it was fucking bullshit. You know? It's like, I literally had the man walking on the sign. And she's just fucking pulling through as people were trying to cross the street. Like, what the fuck? This is you know? a, towards. This is on your way to to the the, the ball. Yeah, yeah. I've, it's. I've told a. Uh, out of it wasn't. This whole story was not in chronological order. <laughs> That's yeah. But then yesterday, the problem. I wake up. I probably got home around two thirty. I wake up in bed, and it's like seven thirty. You know, I turn on the TV, and I was like, I can watch. I was like, oh, CBS Sunday morning's coming on soon. So I turn it on. I was like, I'll be all over it. I wake up. I was like, 8 o'clock. I was like, I'm not waking up. And I kept waking up. I'm like, I can't get out of bed. And finally, it was like noon. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of bed. You know? So I get out of bed. And I take a shower. Because I really didn't want to deal with the realities of everything. Yeah, you know? right. Like having to get my car from down. Because originally Abby and Monty want me to stay at their place. But of course they bailed on the ball early because they were all hot and her feet hurt and stuff. 
but I was still out. I was like, I'm out for the night. You know, they left early because they were just miserable, yeah. you know, because he was in a suit. She was in this frigging crawfish outfit. You know, they were they were sweating their asses off. Um, and then her feet were sore because we were supposed to go back to her apartment for her to change into these boots that were more forgiving, you know, like Trent boots, whereas she was wearing actual boots with like a heel, you know, and walking like a couple of miles on those will make you miserable. Yeah, of course. Yeah, as they did. So, um, so I take a shower and I start drying off in the shower. And I was like, I only have the energy to dry off. So... <laughs> I just washed my sheets earlier the day before, you know, so the sheets were basically clean and you know how good that feeling yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to air dry. So I jacked up the fam. I wrote and laid back on the, on the bed. <laughs> I love to air dry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was like one o'clock. Finally, I was like, all right, well, I'll take the dog. Cause I knew I was going to have to leave the dog. Cause I was like, I'm going to have to, um, Go get my car. At one point, I was thinking about taking public transportation. I was like, that's going to take forever. So I was like, I'll just freaking Uber it. But um, so I took the dog for his typical two-mile walk, basically. So I get back, like, right after two. I get the Uber that takes me down to get my car. But on the way, I texted Abby. I'm like, where are y'all? And they're like, oh, we're at the Rusty Nail, this bar down there. I was like... But I need to go get my bag from Sarah Jane's house. They're like, we're not home yet. So I was like, I was like, I'll wait for them to get home. I was like, I'll go see Abby at the Rusty Nail. So I get there and Abby and Monty and Ryan, uh, the same three people that were at dinner with me the night before, and this other guy and this other girl, and they're hanging out drinking. I was like, all right, I'll have a drink with you guys. Then Abby's like, oh, we're gonna go get crawfish, and she goes and gets crawfish and come back, and I ate crawfish with them. And then finally, I'm like, it's like two hours later. I'm like, I got to leave to go get the car. I mean, to go get my bags. And I got in touch with Sarah Jane. I go out to their house and there. It's the two of them hanging out in the backyard in their little inflatable hot tub with two other friends. They're like, you want a beer? I'm like, All right. <laughs> it's just like, it, it's just like the mission to get my shit back was a mission in its own sense, you know? Right more daunting than the night before, you know, so I have a beer with them, you know, and then, and then um, there's a guy there, and he's smoking pot, he's like, you want pot? I was like, no way, I was like, I will get lost if I smoke pot. I got a drum line somewhere. <laughs> I was like, I will freaking get absent-minded and probably in freaking 20 miles away from home. Because right. <laughs> I was just in that funk, yeah. you know? So when I came home, you know, last night, you know, I finally got home, you know, and eventually I made dinner and everything. And, you know, I was going to sit down to watch the young Pope, but it was classic Johnny Carson start at nine o'clock. And it was an episode from like 1980, I guess it was, with Richard Pryor. I was like, I got to watch it. Betty Davis and Richard Pryor. This is a classic episode, <laughs> you know. So then I started trying to watch the young Pope at 10. I just boom, like five minutes in. I couldn't even make it. I couldn't even make it past the intro. You know how they do shows where they do the intro scene, then the credits? Yep. Young Pope always has like a three or four minute long introductory scene. I couldn't even make it to the end of that. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then the worst is a guy was like, oh, I got to go to bed, but I got to floss and brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I went and flossed and brushed my teeth and went to bed. Ugh. God. And here I am. Trials and tribulations of a party animal. Yeah. And it's kind of why I had to do tonight for the show anyway. You know? You know, I kind of had to do it tonight because... New pillows for his bed. You know, I can't leave him the shitty pillows that I have in there, you know? You got to say that over again. I don't know why you got lost, but you got lost. I said I got to go to the store and buy a couple of decent pillows for him, you know? And like, uh, you know, a mattress pad or something, you know? So, whatever. I got to, and I got to clean the house up. You got responsibilities, man. Yeah, I mean, I got to clean the house up. You know, I mean, I got to get ready for him to come to town. So, you know, it's, it's, these next two weeks are going to be friggin', you know, exhausting, but they always are. And then ideally, you know, I mean, I didn't keep to my New Year's resolution. Well, I didn't really make a New Year's resolution, but I was like, in New Year, I got to start working out, mm-hmm. you know, other than just eating right, which is what I've been doing a lot. You know, I don't, I don't count calories or anything. I just know that I eat more fruits and vegetables. And to me, that's eating right, yeah, you know? Yeah, of course. But, um, so anyway, but I'm like, technically, you know, carnival, you know, it, the term means farewell to flesh, basically, you know, because it's the celebration before Lent, yeah. you know, when you're supposed to give shit up. So it's like, that's like a second time for basically a New Year's resolution. Yeah, there you go. So I'm like, once carnival pass, Mardi Gras passes and all that shit, I can commit to trying to live a better life, you know, actually being more active, you know, but, but, you know, it's, it's stupid if I'm going to be like, well, gee, it's February 13th. Time to start hitting that gym, you know, (laughs) like that's dumb, right? I understand where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Cause it's going to be a friggin'. It's going to be a marathon, you know, and also Brian's here such a short time. We got a lot of stuff we got to do in that short time. How you know? long is he in for? Uh, like less than 72 hours comes in Friday night at 11 and leaves Monday morning at 12. Okay. Yeah. That's a quick visit. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's got the yeah, kids. So. Of course. Give him a pass. All right. I understand. I mean, he 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 had to pull some strings to get this. I'm just grateful yeah. he's coming. No, it's uh, that's a good visit. That's a good visitor. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna get him out to at least a parade on Saturday. Doing it. Luckily, the parades that run this weekend on Saturday, Sunday, are daytime parades. So I could get him out to at least a parade on Saturday. So he at least gets a feel for some Mardi Gras. Yeah. You know. Well, you, the real stuff. You don't have you don't <laughs> have Mardi Gras. Other than the parade, you don't have festivities lined up? There's no... Well, it's the All-Star Game here this weekend. So, Duff and Fat Pat will be in town, uh, you know? Okay. So, we're going to go try to hook up with those guys, you know? So, it's like, it's going to be lots of joy. Yeah, I didn't put two and two together. All right, makes sense. I mean, that's what's really crazy, because they moved the All-Star Game here because of the shit, the bill and in North Carolina. Okay. And New Orleans yeah. is 
the anti-transgender bill. So they moved it to New Orleans. New Orleans always kind of Because they ready. never would have put it here. Yeah, because New Orleans can do it. But they wouldn't have moved it here. They would Like if New Orleans was bidding for it, they never would have bid for it this year. Being that Mardi Gras has gone on. But it was a special exemption because of the whole North Carolina yeah, issue. Sorry. And the city can't do it, yep. you know? And there might be rain, but it's not going to be hot. I mean, it's not going to be cold at all. Okay. You know? So, uh, according to Fat Pat, it's been freezing the last couple of years because I think they did in Toronto. The last two years have been like in New York and then Toronto. Or whatever, oh, yeah. you know? Those aren't good destinations. Yeah, I mean, those are shitty. That's just like next year they're going to have the Super Bowl in Minnesota. You know, it's like, yeah, they got this fancy stadium, but everything's going to have to be done yeah. indoors. Yeah. It's like, who wants to go fucking to a Super Bowl, which is about 5% about the game, you know? And 95% about the parties. Yeah. Who wants to go somewhere you have to be inside in a heated room the whole fucking time, you know? Yeah, and just getting from place to place is a disaster. Yep. Yeah. Right. So, so that's the situation, man. That's... Uh, I'm sure I had more to say, but of course it's all fleeting and it's like karma, karma, chameleon. It comes and goes, man. It will probably come when we end the yeah. pod. <laughs> well, listen. So have a good time with with him. I hope uh, you guys are are gonna have uh, you guys are gonna have some stories. I hope you get to uh, the top of the quarter at some point. Maybe have a burger over at uh, Port of Call. Um, yeah, the problem is, though, if you looked at a map, you're going to say the bottom, some parts of the bottom of the quarter are going to be higher than the top of the quarter, geographically. Uh, well, listen. You see the flaw? Listen, we'll, we'll, agree to, we'll agree to disagree. We'll agree to disagree. On that note, with, with apologies, uh, the fringes with apologies hey. to the French, we'll see you guys yes. next week. All right. Um, good night, Fredo.